The first reading is from 2 Kings, chapter 5. Naaman, commander of the king of, of the army of the king of Syria, was a great man with his master and high in favor, because by him the Lord had given victory to Syria. He was a mighty man of valor, but was a leper. Now the Syrians, on one of their raids, had carried off a little girl from the land of Israel, and she worked in the service of Naaman's wife. She said to her mistress, Would that my lord were with the prophet who is in Samaria. He would cure him of his leprosy. So Naaman went in and told his lord. Thus and so spoke the girl from the land of Israel. And the king of Syria said, Go now, and I will send a letter to the king of Israel. So he went, taking with him ten talents of silver, six thousand shekels of gold, and ten changes of clothing. And he brought the letter to the king of Israel, which read, When this letter reaches you, know that I have sent to you Naaman, my servant, that you may cure him of leprosy. And when the king of Israel read the letter, he tore his clothes and said, Am I God to kill and to make alive, that this man sends word to me to cure a man of his leprosy? Only consider and see how he is seeking a quarrel with me. But when Elisha, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his clothes, he sent to the king, saying, Why have you torn your clothes? Let him come now to me, that he may know that there is a prophet in Israel. So Naaman came with his horses and his chariots and stood at the door of Elisha's house. And Elisha sent a messenger to him, saying, Go and wash in the Jordan seven times, and your flesh shall be restored, and you shall be clean. But Naaman was angry, and went away, saying, Behold, I thought that he would surely come out to me, and stand and call upon the name of the Lord his God, and wave his hand over the place and cure the leper. Are not Aban and Farpar, the rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel? Could I not wash in them and be clean? So he turned and went away in a rage. But his servants came near to him and said, My father, it is a great word that the prophet has spoken to you. Will you not do it? Has he actually said to you, Wash and be clean? So he went down and dipped himself seven times in the Jordan, according to the word of the man of God. And his flesh was restored like the flesh of a little child, and he was clean. This is the word of the Lord. The second reading is from Titus, chapter 3. But when the goodness and loving kindness of God, our Savior, appeared, He saved us, not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to His own mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom He poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that being justified by His grace, we might become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. The saying is trustworthy, and I want you to insist on these things, so that those who have believed in God may be careful to devote themselves to, do, to good works. These things are excellent and profitable for people. This is the word of the Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You are a disciple of Jesus. You have been washed in the water that's been combined with God's word according to God's command being taught to observe all that Jesus has commanded. But what gifts do you receive from baptism? Baptism works the forgiveness of sins, rescues from death and the devil, and grants eternal salvation to all who believe, as the words and promises of God declare. When the small catechism says that baptism works these things, 
It is saying nothing other than Jesus is in the water. The forgiveness of sins is won when our Lord died on the cross. This gift is given to you when you are washed in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. All of your sickest deeds, all of your disobedience, all of your hatred towards God are washed away in a holy flood to a depth that cannot be reached. The rescue from death and the devil comes when Jesus breaks and hinders every evil plan and purpose of the devil of the world and our own sinful nature. The devil meant deadly woe when he caused our first parents to fall and thereby bringing all creation with them. Jesus has come to our fallen world to redeem what has been lost and to rescue those who are trapped under the devil's tyranny. Jesus breaks the devil's reach on you when you are washed in God's holy name. Jesus washes away your death and gives you new life. Eternal salvation comes when Jesus comes again. Those two words together, eternal salvation, mean that your fate has been sealed with Jesus for all of eternity. Jesus has saved you from God's wrathful judgment of sinners. On the last day, Jesus will lead you into everlasting life because you have believed in him. This faith was first given to you when the water and the word were washed over you. But how can water do such great things? Certainly not just plain water, but the word of God in and with the water does these things, along with the faith which trusts God's word in the water. For without God's word, it is just plain water and not a baptism. But with the word of God, it is a baptism. That is, a life-giving water, rich in grace, and a washing of the new birth in the Holy Spirit. As St. Paul says in Titus chapter 3, he saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us generously through, the, through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that having been justified by his grace, we might become heirs, having the hope and promise of eternal life. This is a trustworthy saying. Paul reveals that you don't leave the font as the same as when you went in. You went in a rotten, filthy sinner, seeping with death and damnation, not able to do anything good. Jesus washes the water over you, making you into a new creation. You come out of the font a righteous saint, beaming with life and salvation, able to do good toward God and neighbor. Naaman thought that water was what cleansed a person. We see his discontent when he discovered that the clearest waters of Damascus wouldn't be enough to wash away his infirmity. Are not Abnar and Parfar, the rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel? Can I not wash in them and be clean? So he turned and went away in a rage. Naaman didn't realize that it's the word of God that cleanses a person. It's only when the servants remind Naaman of God's promises that he then washes according to God's command by the word of Elisha. And after Naaman came up from the water, he was cleansed of his leprosy, having been washed away, his flesh completely restored. Naaman perfectly explains how water can do such great things. Jesus does the same thing for you. He sees the infirmity of sin rotting within you, 
The clearest waters of self-righteousness and good works won't be enough to wash away the sickness. At the font, Jesus, is wa Jesus washes you in his righteousness. When he brings you up from the water, you are given new life. This is more than just a mere cleansing. It is a rebirth unto salvation. Death would have been permanent if the infirmity of sin had been left. Jesus takes you in the water. He washes you, and he cleanses you from eternal death. The font isn't simply a bath so as to remove dirt from your body, but it is a washing that removes sin and death to give you new life. As St. Peter tells us, baptism now saves you, not as a removal of dirt from the body, but as an appeal to God for a good conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. This good conscience comes from being given the Holy Spirit, which gives you faith in Jesus unto eternal salvation. Not only does baptism work the forgiveness of sins, rescues from death and the devil, and grants you eternal salvation, but Jesus also gives you his Holy Spirit to sanctify you. The scriptures in the small catechism make it clear. Baptism gives you faith unto Jesus, unto eternal salvation. Baptism is no small ladder like you would take a bath, but it is a sacred washing unto eternal salvation. Jesus washes us, making us clean and whole. He does this to make you an heir of eternal life, no longer captive to the devil, suffering from eternal death, but having the hope and the promise of eternal life in him. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.